0: Hello and welcome to the Simply Mental podcast recorded in beautiful downtown Huntsville, Alabama. We're the only podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier life emotionally and mentally. I am your host Chris DePew, and I sure am glad that you joined us today. Hello friends, this is Chris DePue with the Simply Mental Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, I know that it's been a while since I have put out a podcast, and I, and I apologize for that break. I didn't want that to be the case. I didn't really intend for that to be the case, but, um, you know, life turns you know throws you some curveballs every now and then, and uh, sometimes you swing and miss, and, um, you know, you, you learn from your experiences. Um, so some of this will probably come up on the podcast in the next few episodes where I need to talk a little bit to you about something. Self-care and how important it is, uh, and and we'll we'll t- we'll cover some of that. So I'll bring up some of the reasons that perhaps I, uh, I haven't done a podcast in a while. We'll see how that goes. Um, but again, I, I, I'm so glad that you decided to listen in today and to download this, uh, this episode, uh, even though it's been silent on your, uh, your podcast uh, reader of choice for a period of time. So uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be sitting here in front of this microphone so and letting you know how to live your life and try to, try to help you to uh, be more mentally and emotionally uh, aware and mentally and emotionally healthy. Uh, we're gonna continue the same kind of talks. I am uh, going to add in some new stuff. I hope I have some scheduled interviews with a few different people, um, and I'm hoping that's gonna go really well. And we'll see how that goes. I'll 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 uh, I'll try to make that possible for you, okay? And if hey, another thing, you can always reach out to me. Uh, email email me at you know Chris at simplymental.net. Uh, and let me know are some topics that you want to talk about let me know something that you want to you want to know more about uh, maybe there's an article that you read or it came across Facebook that is seems ridiculous to you and you want to know if there's any clinical backing behind it or any kind of actual truth to it well send it in to me I'd, I'd love to see it um, and maybe it'll make it on the podcast and maybe you'll get a little mention on the podcast if you uh, if you send me something that I do end up talking about okay so feel free to always contact me well today um, today I want to I want to kind of jump into a topic uh that is is always near and dear to me and it because it's kind of the really and truly this is the way that I have developed a lot of my behavioral model, the way that I teach people that. Um, human behavior works and it also kind of goes um against the grain maybe of some different maybe classical styles of human behavior Uh, and i think it's important to kind of cover this this new style and i think it's important to talk about it just because it is a newer perspective um it's not a it's i didn't come up with this necessarily i've tweaked a few things here and there that kind of um, work with the clientele that I see in private practice more, uh, but it is a fresh perspective perhaps on human behavior. All right. So let me start off by saying that there's, you know, typical ways that we view human behavior. We have the classic CBT model that, and it's ABC model is what some people would call that it's just where you have activating events, behaviors, and consequences, or you have activating events, beliefs, and consequences because of that. Um, And, you know, this terminology that I'm using kind of comes from different schools of thought. You have REBT, which is Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy, that kind of talks a little bit about how it's, you know, activating event. You have a belief about the activating event, and that's what causes all the consequences and the other things that happen in life. So, I mean, the model that I kind of want to... Share with you is similar to the REBT model, where you have uh, an activating event, um, you have a belief about it, and then you have like uh, the consequences because of the belief, or the consequences lead to an action. The model I want to talk about is kind of one that I, I don't really have a name for it. I don't really think anybody talks about it this way. Could be wrong. Probably am wrong. There's probably somebody who has talked like talked about human behavior like this many many years before I've ever maybe probably even born. But the way that I talk about it, I, wanna, I think, is, is a good perspective. So here goes. I think that all human behavior is driven off of an emotion. And I've said this before, but I want to break that down a little bit. What I mean by all human behavior, I mean everything. <laughs> uh, everything that we do, everything we say, the way we live our lives, the activities that we choose, the, the hobbies that we choose to be a part of all of that is driven off of some deeper emotional need or emotion that we either process well or we don't process or we don't even recognize but I think that all behavior comes from an emotion there's an emotion behind things that drive behavior so if you're gonna spell it out like REBT and CBT does where ABC it would be something like activating event something happens in life and then you have an emotion and then the emotion leads to a behavior and the behavior leads to consequences so it would look like a e b c kind of if you're going to like list it with letters and you know have some sort of neat way of describing it but i do believe that all of our human behaviors are driven off of emotional needs emotional curiosity um... lack of emotional curiosity uh... all of these things they all surround emotion if you if you picture it um, you know when you were a kid you you, you practice blowing a bubble with your bubble gum well. If you think about it in this manner, you know I don't know some of you may have I do this all the time. It fascinates my daughter. I can blow a bubble and then blow a bubble inside of the bubble. And so for me, when I think about behavior, I think of it in that manner. You have this outside bubble that kind of um, encompasses everything inside the bubble. So it, the, the outside bubble would be the our emotions, and then everything inside is us. We're inside of that bubble of emotion, and that emotion is dictating everything else that happens. Inside of it, um, some of you may disagree with that, and that's fine. And I, I do think there are there is some room for me to have a discussion about how that could be different. Um, you know, neurologically uh, and then chemically, there are some uh, there are some differences there. It's not uh, maybe I should say that all non-clinical behavior is driven by emotions. That might be an easier way. There are some you know psychoses and and, and different uh, you know, again physiological uh, mental um issues that you might have cognitive issues that could kind of change the way that that works. but for the most part, uh, under normal circumstances, we operate in an emotional manner, emotions driver behavior. now so what does this mean? W- w- why we why would we even try to break down behavior in this manner so that we can understand it differently? why even attempt to do this? what what difference does it make? Well, it makes a difference because I believe, if you can understand those emotions, if you can understand when you're going to feel a certain way and you also understand how that way feels when you do have that emotion, that means that you can predict the you can predict the physiological output, the anxiety that you're going to feel, you can predict how what it's going to be like to ha- experience an emotion, whatever that emotion is. And if you can control the emotion, not necessarily control the emotion, you're going to feel however you want to feel. If you can have an emotion and understand it 100%, understand everything that it's going to do to you internally, externally, and in your brain, then I believe you can be in 100% control of your behavior. So what, what I'm saying is people who are unemotionally aware or not emotionally aware or just don't have emotional IQ, are unable no I won't say unable let me let me say they're less able to control behaviors because that emotion is just going to drive a behavior that they feel like they can't control you'll see this in kids a lot where they say something makes them upset and anytime a kid gets upset at a certain way they throw a fit or they um, you know they they throw things or you know whatever and they'll tell you if you ask them after everything's calm and you talk to them it's like well when this happens I do this because I feel this way and what we're missing as adults is that we can understand that emotion so well and know what it's going to do to our, our physical body and our mental state that we can decide we can we can know that so well that we can decide how our behavior needs to be kids can't really do this kind of emotional balance but as adults we can do that i believe uh and again I I practice this in my practice this is a counseling style that is kind of an underpinning of all the work that I do in private practice so I I think it works I know it works I've seen it work um but when I, you know the whole the main concern here is that if we can get those emotional so, so the next question is how do you understand your emotions well enough for that to happen how do you understand yourself emotionally how do you feel an emotion and not have it cause a reaction without you feeling like you're in control of it how, how does that work how do we go about doing that well good news um, there are some ways that I've, I have found that work with the clients that I see um, I'm going to start with a ver- with one that I know that I've mentioned before because I'm a big fan of it in my own personal life. But journaling is a huge way to understand your emotions better. Now, with journaling, as with anything, mostly in life, it takes consistency you have to consistently stick with it and the reason that you have to be consistent with journaling is because you always want to be evaluating the way that you responded to something in your life you want to be able to check in with yourself I felt these emotions today or this happened today and I was sad I felt depressed I felt as if someone had stabbed me in the back and then talk to yourself in your journal about that experience and that's increasing emotional IQ that's allowing you to understand how you feel in those emotions and what happened inside those emotions behaviorally. And when you can understand it again, you're in control of your behavior. Now, What's another way? Meditation is a really good way um, to be centered to always know how you feel um, Another practice that kind of is is journaling is a mindfulness practice in a way But being more mindful during the day Being fully aware of yourself in the environment and how you are affecting the environment and how the environment is affecting you How all that's connected? Is what I'm talking about so if you if you think of it this way being mindful is just imagining trying to figure out how you're affecting your environment around you how your environment feels to you inside of that environment that you sit in how you're affecting it how it's affecting you how you feel in that moment physically emotionally mentally and then putting words to it describing to someone through a journal if you're doing it it's through a journal you you describe to yourself what it was like but just being mindful is in internal dialogue just sitting in this chair right now you know do it right now um you know I'm trying to imagine if this is safe for you to do it hundred miles an hour on the freeway but I, it probably it's okay whatever um, don't sue me um, so the what I mean is like take if you're sitting in a chair right now what does it feel like to sit in the chair that you're in is it soft is it hard it, it, is, it, is it hurting your back are you tensed up while you're sitting there uh, what about the air around you is the temperature good in the room is it too cold is it too hot and what is it doing to your body is it are, is it hot in the room so therefore you're sweating a little bit you can feel a little bit of sweat on your brow Um, is there somebody in the room that's being loud right now? Are you sitting in the DMV where everything in the DMV seems to drive you towards anger (laughs) does me anyway. Um, so, you know, take some time and take stock of things. And that's, that, that is really what being more mindful and present in the current moment is for you. And what it does in the long run is it helps you understand yourself understanding yourself emotionally understanding yourself physically so that way you can always be you always feel anyway in control of what's going on now I know that in life a lot of times you feel like nothing you're not in control of anything and that's true to a certain extent but not as much as people think you are more in control than you ever imagined especially if you can start working on this emotional uh, balance being more mindful being more present in the moment and then also just having some sort of form like journaling or some mindfulness or some meditation that allows you to explore an event that happened and how you felt in that event so that you can understand the way that it felt to be in that position um, either emotionally or physically and you need this outlet and the reason that I like journaling so much is is much for a reason I, I you know it's for a reason that I've told you about before we can process our emotions so much better when we're able to hand write something we don't fully understand why in the world of behavior and cognitive Um, cognitive uh, research but we do know that you process things in in a different way when you handwrite something so that's why journaling is so good at this because if you're describing to yourself something that happened during the day and how you felt in those moments then you you're able to process it really deeply if you're handwriting it so that's why that's why i'm a fan of journaling so i i encourage you to journal all right Now, this is kind of a crash course, and I know I threw you in in the middle of this, um, but this week... Until the next podcast comes out Which hopefully you know is scheduled for next week anyway So if for this for now I want you to think about it like that I want you to try to focus in on being more mindful Maybe get a journal And start writing about your day So that you can learn how your emotions are impacting your behavior Learn how emotions are making you feel truly And really give yourself some time To think about emotions You have to think about emotions okay? It's just a part of it This is a part of learning how to be in more control of your behavior is understanding your emotions in the moment all right well, um, again, I'm going to always try to keep these uh, podcasts down to roughly 20 minutes. I want them to be little bite-sized nuggets that you can get you get get you started on something new, new some new perspective on the week, some new perspective on human behavior, some new perspective on emotional growth. Just, the, just enough to get you through the week, um, get you started on something new, uh, and, and then we'll come back with something new next week. And again, that's what I'm doing here. Uh, just to remind you, since it's been a while, that's kind of what this podcast, is all about. Increasing emotional awareness, increasing emotional health and well-being. Um, I I appreciate you being with me and and, and listening in. Uh, It means a lot to me. Uh, If you enjoy this podcast, um, please give me a rating on iTunes. Uh, If you don't like it, um, you can email me. Just don't leave a review. It's not helpful to anybody. But if you want to vent um, because I'm saying something ridiculous to you, Feel free to email me. I will be more than happy to talk to you. Uh, even if you for some reason don't like what I have to say, I will still love to talk to you. Um, but if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes for me. It really helps out big time. Plus, there's also the Patreon side of this. You can become a patron of this podcast and help me produce more, um, do more things with the podcast. Uh and and I would really appreciate that as well. If you can't support financially, it's not it's not a problem. Uh, Patreon, though, is a financial support for the podcast. You can give as little as, as a dollar a month month just to say, Hey, here's a dollar. I really appreciate what you're doing. I enjoy those dollar donations just as much as I do as the folks that can do $10. Um, I am going to start back my $10, uh, or, or higher donation level a month. Uh, I'm going to start trying to do the, uh, the video, uh, one-on-one set, not one-on-one group sessions with those patrons that, um, are giving $10 or more a month. I'm going to start that back up. I would love for you to be able to do that. Um, if you are able to give the $10 a month, thank you so much, and uh, we'll get a time and set up a, a group video uh, session with me. And you can have talk to me about anything you want to talk to me about. Um, it's just kind of access to me uh, in, in a group setting. Um, so anyway, thanks so much. Join, uh, go to Patreon and check that out if you can. P a t r e o n. dot com. Uh, and also go to itunes leave me a rating Uh, google play store you can leave a rating there as well Um, if you need me my contact information is chris at simplymental.net you can also find me at huntsvillecounselor.com that's my counseling website my practices website Um, so uh, i'm gonna let you go for now let me know if i if i can help you in any way it was good to be with you friends thank you this has been the Simply Mental Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I want to remind everybody that the information shared in this podcast is not meant to replace the information from a professional. So if you need a professional, please be sure to reach out and find a professional in your area. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes and also rate on iTunes. We'll see you next time.